penultimate show for 2021. It comes at what I would say is the strangest, most flattening week of the year. I mean, you talk about the mid-season, during the mid-season, the cold of winter, but I, there's nothing that takes the steam out of the season than this ridiculous buy before the grand final. I know that the NFL do it. Why are we doing it? Well, I think, I reckon initially it was set up, Hummer, in case there was a COVID issue and they had a week to play with. But now that we don't need that. I reckon you just keep going. It is flat this week, let's be honest, without a game this week, and the Brownlow's on Sunday night. But Well, just... originally they set it up to allow two weeks in quarantine if a club but had but to they do didn't that. Need, that's no. what I mean, but they don't need, they no, didn't need it. No, hard to then change it on the running game. Actually, we're going to bring it back a week with two weeks' notice. So, And they've done that before, but I understand why we have the week off this year. I think it does suck the life out of a little bit, but it gives us another week to build it but, up next, next but week. But you've got people now saying that we should go forward with this, and have the weekend off before the grand final. Let's, we don't have to copy America. Uh, it's different. The I mean, they have their they have their Pro Bowl on that weekend, don't they? In the NFL. What about how tight would the freckles be of those at the AFL HQ? Because imagine if we don't have it this weekend, and, and then next weekend there's cases in Perth. There's got to be something surely. written into the agreement. I was thinking surely. this on the drive in today. If the if on the last day before, say the Friday before the grand final, a case popped up, if you're the WA government. You're keeping it very, very quiet, aren't you? Oh, they'd have to. Put them in isolation. Put them in, just let it be. Oh, sorry, there there was a delay in the news getting out. We'll run the grand final and announce it, shut down afterwards. You'd be very, very happy. You'll be right, huh? You wouldn't know with our mate McGowan, though. Look positive. Looking back at last week, strange week of prelims. Probably not the the prelims we were after. I thought Melbourne would always beat Geelong. I I thought that was the case, but gee, I didn't see uh, Saturday night happening. Look, the dogs are always a chance to win, but not the way they oh. did. That was unbelievable, Brownie. Oh, I thought they were a big chance to win. And I said but on, our, on our programs last week how they led for 112, 119 minutes. And I gave the dogs a big chance. I took them at the line. I think the line got out to about 16 and a half before the game. But, I mean, you saw five, ten minutes in that the dogs you, were there to play. And uh, there was a little inkling of maybe Port had come back. But Ken Hinckley... Obviously mm. started his main tagger, Willem Drew, and he started him on the bench a fair bit this year. We understand that. But after what happened with Libba last time, he had to had yeah. to go to him. I, I was surprised at that. He got asked a question after the game, Kenny Hinckley, and he said, no, well, that's who we normally start with in the middle. But everyone in the game thought that Drew was going to go to Libba. And guess who had the first two clearances? Libba. And he had five in the first four minutes, yeah. five touches. So the game was done at that stage, really. So, I'd, yeah, it was a bit of a mistake, obviously. Yeah, Brownie, following the, the week's games, there was a bit of controversy on Twitter and you got dragged into a genuine Twitter war. <laughs> I woke up and I had, I think there was at least 110 mentions and I'm like, what have I done? What have I done? What, what, what has somebody viral. found out? And it came up from Johnny Ralph uh, question, Riley Bonner, who I thought Riley Bonner was probably the one that did stand up and was their best player. He'd love his time over again. But so then Will For people who didn't see that on our, our screen there, what did, what did he question? We questioned Riley Bonner on not going hard enough. Right. And Riley Bonner was their best player. If Riley had his time over again, he probably would have. But then that obviously uh, offended a few people, including former West Coast Eagle Will Schofield, um, who said everyone's allowed to say whatever they like. It's just my opinion. This is specific signalling out of a player and action. And then Johnny Ralph comes back and asks, so what are the ground rules? Will only former players can criticise yeah. other players? That's when I got bought into it because I'd criticised Ken Hinckley. So right. I got lumped, lumped in with Kane yeah, Corns did, and I'm yeah. like, what have I done? I had no idea what I've done here. And then <laughs> obviously I read the article and it had my quotes about Saying, I said if 
Ken Hinkley didn't defend at the start of the game. Yeah. Why would the players defend? So just on the Ralph Schofield situation, who whose side are you on there? Um, I, I think anybody is allowed to question anybody they like. I mean, it's uh, we live in a society where Twitter is free and you're allowed to say anything you like as long as you don't. Uh, offend anybody by race or the the, the things you know you're not allowed to do. John Ralph is well within his right to question that. Yeah. Um, but would you do that? I probably wouldn't I, do I it. Think, but John Ralph's well within his rights to put whatever he wants on. I them. think if you're broadcasting the game live and you see it happen live, I think you you say, "Oh, look, the player's got to go harder there." I'm not for people cutting up a bit of vision, then putting it on social media later and sort of singling out one player. So you player. think Ralphie went too far? I just I don't think it's did, necessary. Did Ralphie go a bit roco as well? Because you know normally the the journalists are the ones that that stay you know because they get they get smashed by the trolls yeah. and they just don't respond. But he just went a little bit roco, I think, with his. Well, responses. he responded to Will Schofield because Will Schofield's obviously a former player. Will's um, pretty combative too, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. It was. Hey, the other thing I noticed, Tom, when I was watching the game the oh, other yes. night, our man's doing a fantastic job on Channel 7. But I want you to but, listen. But there's always but, a but with Brownie. I want you to listen to this audio. In the conversation as their greatest player, I reckon, with Warren Treadrake. Now, I reckon he'll execute this a little bit better than Big Charlie did just before. Similar position. So this is Robbie Gray yep. lining up, and our man has given him the biggest pump that up. Is a big pump you up. You'd ever see that? the One greatest of the player of all, of all time, better than Warren Treadray, never misses. Before this guy on, is a dead eye dick. Before you go on, just give me something. He is in the top two port players though, all time. He's probably the yeah, top, good, top good. port player of all time. Right. But Richo said there's no way <laughs> yep. he will miss this. They've been down the other end. There was a bad miss. Port Adelaide have missed a few. No way this man will miss any goals. <laughs> Robbie Gray has put it out in the full. I was flat as You know when you make a, you've made calls in your commentary? Yeah. I thought I was pretty safe here because Robbie Gray. Robbie Gray's not going to let me down. Does he normally? No. He let oh, the, me down. He let you down big time. <laughs> Is that perhaps why? Because we had the media awards last night, gentlemen. Did we take home any silverware? Well, clearly not. I work not. for Triple M, mate. We don't. We don't win any. Richard, I've been working uh, in the media now for eleven years, and I don't think I've even been mentioned in any conversations. <laughs> Actually, I haven't even been invited. <laughs> no, nah, never even been to the function. Hey, let's have a look at the big game now. We'll, we'll, we'll only have a, a brief look on this because yeah, we do we'll have next week, next and week. we've got some big things to chat about later in the yeah. show. Uh, Melbourne dollar sixty four, Western Bulldogs two twenty six, and Melbourne easily the best back side. Do you stand with the punters? What I like is the Bulldogs leading. I like the fact that they've played regularly ga- regular games through the final series, and now they get to a cherry ripe with a week off. Couldn't come at a better time for the Dogs. The Demons. Uh, I think they played on August 21, August 27, and maybe September 10. So once the grand final rolls around, it is one game in a month, which is not yeah. ideal, mm-hmm. but they're a pretty good side. But I just like the dogs leading a bit better. Yeah, I mean, the dogs are battle hard, and they've got that us against them mentality that they had in 2016. I think they're going to have, well, they're going to have at least one big in. Cody Waitman will definitely come in. Alex Keith should come up, Brownie. Yep. So good ins. Their team looks really good, but. I just think Melbourne look a bit indestructible with their game plan at the moment. They're defensively so good. All of their good players are playing their best footy of the year at the right time. Obviously, Big Maxi last week. So, look, 
I think I'm still tipping Melbourne. It wouldn't surprise me if the dogs won, but I think Melbourne deserved to be favourites. Ask you a question because you're well versed to answer this because yeah. you had some hamstring problems towards the end of your yeah. career. Stephen, mate, obviously tweaked it a little bit. I don't know whether he tore did they, it. Did they or, confirm he tweaked or it? Or whether bit? it was just uh, he felt tight, but he went back out there and he didn't look the player that he yeah. was, did he? Now, it's a risk. I. If he is not, they've got to put him through a pretty good testing it's Wednesday good. or Thursday to the point where he almost needs to pull his string or get through yeah. it. No, I agree, Brownie, because you know, grand finals are going to be hot on that fast deck at Optus Stadium. And you, you cannot carry a hamstring into a hot game like that because no. it'll go for sure. So he needs to make sure he's 100% at training or else you've you got to. You can roll your ankle, you can jab it up. You can have a sore knee, you can yeah. jab it up. You can't carry you a hamstring. You cannot jab a hamstring. No way. You cannot. And you know the thing. It's going to because May's going to want to play and he'll be yep. doing his best to say that he's right. It's going to be a big call. Two week hemi. Yeah. Bit of an early hypothetical here. Say you had 18 players of the, the exact 18 players playing each other. Yeah. One had Melbourne's lead up, one had Western Bulldogs lead up to this grand final. Who wins? I'm taking Melbourne still. So you think the the, yeah. the, the break? The Bulldogs. Yeah. I think the Bulldogs' lead-up's been better. History shows that if you get you get through and So you prefer top. to play one game in 28 days instead of – Nah, I wouldn't. I, and I think the week off does help the Dogs. But I, I'm just, I just think Melbourne's game plan is pretty much indestructible at the moment. Brownie, the much maligned um, on the brown low is back this year. but well, a bit it's of not a maligned at all, Hum. It's actually you very keep saying informative. He's going to the well with it this. It was very maligned. Very it was, no, because I'm looking forward to you bouncing back after a horrible, horrible year last year. We've had a few I'd, calls. I tipped the winner last year. We've had a few calls uh, on social media to get your top three tips. Yep. Can you give us the bet? Because this year I can announce, if you're betting with Sportsbet for the first time ever, so this you is- can multi your team leaders into three. You can multi anything you like, which you've never been able to do, which means right. you can big a, put a multi up that is paying are we thousands. showing the Brownlow tracker or am I just talking? I th- yeah, no, here, here is the Brownlow tracker um, so we, far this year. Now, this is as tight as you'd imagine. Marcus yeah. Bontempelli, 31. Have a look at Clayton Oliver there second. Now, from round 15 to round 21, I've got him in for 5-1. So if he gets twos in those games, and I've got – Petrarca getting a lot of twos and threes in those games. So if I've got Oliver just off a few, Oliver wins by a fair way. He got wines, still took me ineligible. Then over the next page, that's where Christian Petrarca comes in. So that patch of ones where Oliver got them, I've got Petrarca 3 2 2 3 3. I think that could decide the Brownlow medal. So, Hum, do you, are you just sensing there's a few disclaimers on well, Brownlow's Brownlow Well, there is, because one big disclaimer is that he can give more than one vote out. <laughs> <laughs> right, so there's no disclaimers in the best bets, though. So, so give it to us. Here's my best bets. Now, I've been big on Took Miller all year. Yep. I think he's going to vote well. And at the moment, Sportsbet have him, his total uh, line is 22 and a half. Now, I've got Took Miller in for 28, and I've probably been generous. So, let's say he gets 25 to 28. At 22 and a half, I still think he gets over that. Zach Merritt, for me, his total point over and under is, of a total vote over and under, is 21.5. I've got Merritt in for 25 votes. I think he votes really well. Obviously, um, he'll have some votes taken away by, uh, I've forgotten his name, number three, Darcy, Darcy Parrish. Parrish. So they're two over and under lines I like. Most three vote games, I've got Marcus Bontem Pally. $2.37 for Bontempelli. I've got him in for nine best on grounds. Yeah. Behind him will be Jack Steele. But I look through Bont's games, and I think they're clear. There's three vote games you know, for Marcus Bontempelli. Jack McRae gets 35-40 most weeks, but do you reckon the umpires miss him a bit? 
They do, but yeah. the big thing about Bonte is he kicked 26 goals. Yeah, that helps. And in yeah. his big games, he kicked threes, he yeah. kicked twos. Um, that gets you across the line. And my best value, this is – I'm not saying this is the best bet. This is value, hum. Go to round three in our three-vote games. Richmond got towed up by Sydney back in round three. Luke Parker had 29 disposals. I think he kicked the goal as well. He's $5. Now, they vote for Luke Parker. Mm. To contend within that game, you've got Wicks, who has just burst onto the Wouldn't scene. Wouldn't notice him. Had 21 disposals and kicked three goals. Had a really good game, but the umpires go, oh, a young player, flash in the pan, might give him one. Tom Papley, kick four. Luke Parker, 29, kicked a goal. He's $5 to get the three votes in round three. I'm yeah, happy to have a crack at it. Not saying that's a best bet. I'm just saying that's a pretty good value. So just recapping, because this is a good little multi, because you're going to get a nice little – you don't have to put a Stewie Diver on that and yep. you're getting paid. So you've got Took over. Stewie yep. Diver. What was the second – what was it? Merritt Mer- over. Over. The Bont, the most three-vote games. Yep. And round three – I'd have your multi in Took Miller, Merritt over, Bont most three votes, and then just have a separate have bet a for, Luke, one for, for Luke Parker as your value. So that is good. And then if there's a few leading vote getters or teams you like, throw them in. Before you know it, you've got a multi paying 200 to 1. Ten dollars on that, two grand the sky. No, I think Oof. Luke Parker is a dollar fifty or a dollar sixty for most votes at Sydney. I think that's a lock. I think if you're doing anything, that goes into all your same game multis. And hum, I can't wait next week to get the actual leaderboard, and we can really we compare, can compare it, it against Brown's leaderboard. That's what you do it for. You put yourself out there. Uh, mate, I'm, I've been behind. Put in. Let me say this right yeah. now. Brownie, because you think that I'm going to criticise you. I am right behind your Brownlow tracker. Mm. So am I, other than the fact you've been I like when people say I'm right behind you <laughs> until. It's like being a Carlton board Well, member. I look oh, forward yeah. to seeing how close you got to it, given that you have awarded votes differently than the umpires do. <laughs> well, he can give out as many ones as he likes, yeah. Brown. Oh, yeah. Hey, extra, extra, read all about it. We love this segment where I read out a headline from the week. You have to tell me who said it, who is it about, and for an extra bonus point, where was it said? The first one. I cannot recall a Ruckman ever playing a better game. Well, it's well, about Max Gorn. Obviously. Uh, I'll say Matthew Lloyd because we, we hone in on the Sunday footy show. Right. The all-conquering. We do. Well, I didn't watch the Sunday footy show, so well, I'm going to have – One of the few Victorians who didn't. Well, I've got two young <laughs> girls and they yeah. just want to go – the- Well, they want to go to the park Sunday morning. Um yeah, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll say it is Lloydy because Brownie works with him on the Sunday footy show. Well, it was actually said by the man that sits next to Nathan Brown on a Friday night. I cannot recall a Ruckman ever playing a better game. It was said by Jason Dunstall on Triple I'll M footy. What, he's probably right. Have you ever seen a Ruckman do what Max did no, like coming out of the no, middle? I'd no. work with the chief on that. Very, he would have said that and he would have been sitting in next to me, yes. That doesn't surprise me because I asked Nathan a question before, <laughs> right, and he was on his phone. Uh, texting away, and I said, oh, gee, it's an early start tomorrow for the Brownlow Metal Show we're doing for AFL.com. And uh, I looked at him. He just didn't respond. He's looking at his sign. A minute later, Hum, he looked up at me. He said, yeah, that is an early start, isn't it? <laughs> it took him a minute to answer. Just on the ratings of the Sunday footy show. Wow. Really? Uh, flying, yeah. It, it, look, it is a good show, but it didn't win any awards last this, night, Richo. Can Brownie pump himself up anymore? <laughs> who, won the best, who won the best footy show? Uh, on the couch. Oh. Mm. Mm. I haven't seen on the couch too many times this year, but I'm sure it's a good show. It is a good show. Uh, I'd rather be in a club that fights, fights tooth and nail right to the end. That is uh, Joel Selwood, and he said that straight after the game, and he said it to Abby Holmes on Channel 7. I'm happy with that. Yep, that is absolutely spot on, Richo. He said that on Channel 7 to Abby Holmes. And he's right. They make prelims every year. so Mm. It is the epitome of a choke. You can't explain it any other way. I think that... 
I'm going to say to either either Damien Barrett or Kane Corns it's on the Kane Sunday Corns. footy show. Kane Corns. It was Adam Cooney. Oh, Coons. Mm. I reckon Cornsy said something very similar. Though. He did. Yep. Actually, Kane said that. Port Adelaide players were buried out on the Adelaide Oval. <laughs> and it just went that one step further. <laughs> there is supposed to be a fourth, but I have not downloaded it onto my phone, so it's this week we're just going right. to do okay. three. So they're, not, so they're not even alive anymore, the Port Adelaide players? <laughs> <laughs> not according to Kane. How does he walk around that city? Because obviously you, you run into every second person who's either Port Adelaide or Adelaide. You know what I reckon Cornsy does a lot of? He what? wears a lot of hats <laughs> and he walks around with his head down <laughs> in Adelaide. But you you got to give him credit. He he fronts uh, up every time and he whacks everybody every time and he's happy to cop it back as uh, well. Absolutely. Absolutely. You cannot question that. All right, we've got the footy stuff out of the way. Now we dedicate the rest of the show to another one of our passions. Yes. And passion, yeah, I will explain a bit further why it is a passion that yeah. all of us are involved in. But uh, last week we said that we were going we to put our toe in the pool of NFTs and yep. we had a Richo NFT put. We had it designed. I can confirm Brownie has worked out how to get it online and from this so minute onwards – the Richo, Richo Man is for sale. We've got it on there for point one of Ethereum. Which so this is, is on uh, OpenSea.io OpenSea. or .com. I can't remember which it is. So at the moment, it is um, an auction. So it is going to last for seven days. So you can go on and place your bid. And I've set a reserve price. So that'll coincide, obviously, with our show next week. And hopefully by that stage, somebody has yeah. placed at least one bid for you. So at the moment, it's worth $330, US dollars basically. 332 so it's point 0.1 of an Ethereum. So can I just – I'll go on record here as saying I'm not confident that we'll get a bid, Nathan, but what we will do is you will put it up on Twitter, I'll retweet it, and we'll just see if anyone's interested Yep. In now what happens NFT. if the sale – if the sale, so once the sale – it's like eBay, is it? So it's open for a certain time, highest bid. Yeah, yep. seven days. He just All right, so to find that, you go to OpenSea, yep. just type in Richo, Richo Man, and yep. that will be the easiest way to do it. But – I wanted to I wanted to bring your attention to something that Richo and I have been working on yeah. during the week because well, we we're interested in this space. We're interested now. in NFTs, but we thought it was just a whole lot of crap <laughs> until something came across our desk. There is there's three blokes up there on the on the central coast of New yeah. South Wales, the south coast of New South Wales, who have been doing they've been using this NFT business for good. Now I, I speak of drop bears who basically what they're doing is they're drawing these a magnificent Koalas. So what? Because yep. you got a koala. So what yep. they've done, look, Hummer? They've they've uh, designed ten thousand of these uh, drop bears koalas, and they've they've sold out. They sold out. Sold out. They sold out within eighteen hours. And what they've done then, Hum, is they're uh, putting the money back into good. We know the koala obviously is facing extinction, extinction with all the bushfires we've had in Australia. So they've donated. That's this yours, is, That's Hummer's. That's mine. I've that's got. Hummers. I've got. So on the screen is a koala, and it's yes, Shane Warren. He's got an earring on. He's got his baggy green. He's got a pack of Winnie Blues. <laughs> Rolled up in the sleeves. So, so you actually own that? Yeah, I've now? got that. I've got. I got oh. a wallet. So hang How on. How much did you pay for it? No, they we haven't paid us. for them. They've, oh, don't, they've, they've donated, donated us a they, koala they've each. They've donated for us to push because what they have already donated fifty thousand dollars to the Port Macquarie Koala Hospital, adopting all of their koalas, and will contribute to the world's and first and largest season breeding. And, and they're also contributing at Taronga Zoo to a breeding program to keep the koalas going. So if you now on sell, like myself and Hummer, obviously we've got the NFT drop bears now. We can on-sell them and a percentage yeah. of the on-sell sale goes. 50% of the koala century, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to put mine up there for five Ethereum. So you're starting to understand my world now that there is good about so it. So if you want mine, and mine's probably a bit better than yours. Well, you've got yours the baggy green. Good. I've got the baggy on. green. Yeah. I'm going to put mine up for five Ethereum. 
I suggest you buy it, and then fifty percent of that goes to the koalas. Yeah, fifty percent. <laughs> so check check it out, though. Check out the drop bears if you want to buy an NFT. Have a look at them. But. I've actually, uh, Richard, we've got a, yeah. a third NFT that is yeah. going across Yeah, so our what desk. we've decided, well, myself and Hummer, because you've come up with the Richo, Richo Man mm. NFT, myself and Hum have decided to commission a Nathan Brown NFT. Mm. Now, I haven't seen this yet, but I threw up some suggestions uh, oh, to it, to the man oh, I've this, commissioned this it to. And I said, maybe we could get one around the Dr. Pink, back to the footy show days when yep. you played the infamous Dr. Maybe Pink. Maybe not. We thought maybe something around you, you celebrating the draw when Richmond had a draw at uh, oh, Marvel yes, Stadium that, that day. day. Brownie went up. Uh, we thought uh, maybe we could get something around the Balenciagas. Oh, that would have been good, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Gives me a bit of extra height. Hey? A bit of extra height. So, Hum, I haven't seen this yet. So this is a world exclusive. We are launching Ooh. right here, right now, the oh. Nathan Brown NFT. Oh, there it is. <laughs> For those listening, it is the famous photo of Brownie when he was sitting in the bathtub fully clothed, just looking like an absolute toss pot. So there he is. That is looking the- like he's at a casting call for an adult movie. <laughs> so this was this was back in the day, um, where, and we've talked about this a lot, but if anyone hasn't listened before, this was when Brownie considered himself to be the footballer's poet, right? He used to sit in the bath and write poetry <laughs> with his clothes. On. So that, well, Brandy, if we can, if you can put that up for yeah. us as well. So we're going to have that bat. So we're going to have two NFTs yeah. up there for sale, plus our koalas. The koalas yeah. one, we'd, we'd appreciate you know if what? we put more money into it because it's going to a good and cause. And we're going to donate, off Because I fear the that the best. money that if we, if these NFTs take off, how much do you think Richo's going to share, uh, Brandy's going to share with one, the original artist that did it, or two, us and the, and the production? Oh, look, there's a fee involved, uh, hum, obviously, but every, everyone will get looked after. You know what? I'm glad he ignored my ideas because the footballer's power <laughs> is very good. <laughs> hey, Brownie, you told yeah. us something which actually surprised me because I would not have picked you as a trivia man. Right. But you are no, going. The quiz that I host on the Sunday footy show every week, sponsored by yes, Sportsbet. There's one being a host, but you as. $500 a, goes you to a, the winner you, every week. You at Pub Trivia, I would, yeah. I would have guessed that you would contribute. Stuff all mm. I, trivia just wouldn't be it's your not thing. Great at trivia, but so, so much every Sunday so, we do on Triple M. Yes, but you're the host a, though. A, a the quiz. host is different. No, to no, the no, this Sunday footy show, right? And then Triple M on a Sunday with Howie, with Duck, yep. Ross Lyon, Jay Z, Clark. We do a quiz every week. Yeah. So, what, but how do you go at the other end? That's what so I'm. So the asking. football quiz. Guess what the results were this year? Seventeen to me. There's only 23, 23 rounds, hump. So those other jokers, so, really, fall between them. So Brownie, when you're going on millionaire's hot seat here, is it a sports-based questions or is it all everything? I've got no idea, but I think right. it's a bit of everything. They right. did. I was in the car the other day, and they rang up just to get a, a roundabout feed of what right. I'm good at. So sure, you played me, it down. They asked then... me twenty questions, and I got fourteen right. So right. just to so tick general below knowledge then seventy five percent general knowledge general lo- general knowledge there was you reckon you'll go as well as I went on sale of the century back in the day we no. on sale of the century yeah what did you win well, well maybe we'll get some vision we've of that played that vision on this very show by the way no we have not I'm pretty sure no we we've have. played wheel of fortune not sale of the century how uh, <laughs> many we've we've got some more content of you coming up for your, your early days but Brian I want to put the question to you because you you do get the phone a friend get the phone a friend yep who and be honest here. Out of Who would you home. ask out of me or Richo to be your phone friend? Uh, Richo. Yeah, thanks, Nate. Sarah in the production studio said the same thing. But if I had anybody that <laughs> I'd I don't ask. understand. I'm a smart bloke and I'm good at trivia. You just come across dumb. 
It's not a great customer. It's not the absolute toughen out of me. Hey, no, you, okay. Hey, okay. I'm how, flat how, about, Jack. how about I go with you then? Why don't okay, and let's get well, into the I, phone I just, a friend, I'm happy to go with you. Go All with right. Hummer, but I want to know from our listeners, just send us a message in. Who would you go with? With brownies on me and our hot set, would you go with me or Hummer? For your phone, hey, just, just to sell myself. I was not the about ma- a plane, a train, or some of that. Oh, yeah. Then I need hump. Yeah, no, I was not the man that put commas that not after the word in front <laughs> of the next word. Just, <laughs> just maybe think about that before picking. Richard. If you could pick anybody, I'd pick one of our producers, Ollie Jones. I think he's got yeah, a worldly yeah. knowledge. You he's got that nerdy English. He knows a lot of stuff. You know, I don't know whether he makes. He gets a lot, a lot wrong though. That's know it all's going to look wrong. Footballer, you'd pick Jason Dunstall. He's a very she's very good. She's very good. But um. Uh, I'm not going to pick you because something oh, came up, and this is the reason why you sent out. And I love your press releases, as you know. And I, I respond to all your press releases. Bob and Andy know more. Online bookmaker sports bet framed a new market around Bob's replacement, which is Julian De Stoop, the current front runner at. Now, make note of a dollar seventy-five. The reason, the reason he's a dollar seventy-five is because he already produces the show. Yep. He's already so Bob's in, leaving, going yeah. to Fremantle, and I had front runner mail. at a dollar seventy-five. And this is the rest of it: Bob Murphy's replacement, Julian De Soup, All of a sudden, in the same press release, is out to two bucks. Uh, <laughs> it's Jules home, is he? What's happened there? Oh, that's just a typo. No, the price changed, right? From the, writing it. Yes. He so, went no, he went the in the market. Press release. Yeah, I know, but he went in the market at two dollars and I'd sort of done that part and then I had to change the quote around and I just didn't change it. Right. Let's see, you reckon he's and got it. And you want me to call you for my life? Oh, line. God, because of one typo. That's, that's a drop in the ocean to a comma in front of the yeah, word. Yeah, that was pretty bad, your <laughs> commas. No, I agree with that. I need a little English lesson. So you reckon Jules is home? I think he would right. be magnificent, and I've heard from some of the power brokers at SEN that perhaps he might be the man for the job. What about Daisy Pierce? She's just won the award for Best Special Comments. I think yeah, she could be I, a I great addition. I don't know if she would fit the, the mould of sort of I know, think she'd talk be great. back. I think she'd be great. I think for the good. SEN audience that day, that she's a she, very good special comment. I'm not sure if she would she be. She already works. She, she gets, does. Yeah, but it's a, if it, it's a different. different. From Waitley, isn't she, weekly? Yeah. Yeah, but that's very I'd, different to I'd, being. A, I'd go with Daisy. You know, but does she have the? I, I don't know. She might have it, but I, I think if you're a drive host of breakfast, I'm, you know, I was once an aspiring radio uh, mm. host, and so I spent a lot of time digesting. And I, I just think Jules would be a, a magnificent fit. And he's already familiar with their audience and what they do. Correct. Hey, um, Richo, it, we don't ever have to go too long before you get absolutely torched mm. on Twitter because there's yeah. a man called Rhett Bartlett who this show and he's our audience nemesis. owes. A bucket of gratitude mm. for because he you just know, week in week out he continually digs up. I know. Just before some, you get, you know, in Brit, you know, in Snatch, the great movie Snatch, the great character in Brick Top. Remember mm. when Brick Top yeah. asks uh, the lads the meaning of Nemesis? Mm-hmm. Well, my meaning of Nemesis is Rep Bartlett mm. at the moment. He's killing me. He is absolutely. The one thing I just can't get over is how much of this crap you used to do. Yeah. Players don't do it anymore. Oh mate. They get paid more and they don't have well, to do anything. With hindsight, any. Hummer, I As probably we've wouldn't seen, do it. Every time he's on Twitter or Instagram and he posts something, it's all about him <laughs> and how many people can see me. Well, Nathan. He's, he comes across as this humble man. Nathan, can I just point out to you this yes, morning please. that you've talked about the Friday rub, the Sunday footy show. Yeah. <laughs> this is a promotion tool for your own shows. <laughs> don't you talk about Good me. too. Hey, but this is this is a good one to to watch because it's more about the audio in this one, so more so about what we're actually looking at. So right. let's have a listen. Does the tidying up? Uh, this bloke here. But I'm, he, uh... I'm the only clean guy in the house. I think. 
I'm not too bad, and I do a bit of cleaning up, but uh, it's hard looking after these blokes. We've got the Minister for Health here, that's Harry's nickname. So we uh, went up to his room the other night and there was a big swarm of blowflies in his room. So <laughs> in the middle of winter, that is. In the middle of winter. <laughs> So we, uh, what what the hell is going on? You cannot deny. You cannot. Oh, we've got more. Whose room's that? That's my room. That's a disgrace, Matthew. For a man who is very organised. Well, they've set Russell Gilbert. They've set me up. What they did, the boys went up there and messed my room up and made me look like a pig, which I'm not, and you know that. Mm, Jesus. That's Russell Gilbert there, of course. Yeah. Russell Gilbert? The great Russell. Look, um, that, I, I don't know what's happening. I'm going to put this to you. You cannot deny any longer that you have spent a significant amount of time and money into changing your voice I because think, your voice can't be what it is now compared to the you, – you sound no, like you know you've just woken up from a 15-hour operation. I think well, this, I'm the clean one <laughs> Like, what is going on? I think they've dubbed someone else's <laughs> voice in. I think, like, a bit like Monkey Magic, they've dubbed someone else's voice I in. Tell you. That's not me. Some sort of magic going on in that yes. house. Yeah, the old <laughs> magic mushrooms. <laughs> I can't believe How it. How slow did you talk? Well, that's clear, I just right. had some gummy who's bears the or something. Oh, who's the mate. Minister for Health? Well, I don't think that's me. I think that's someone else's voice. It's like me. someone's, like, that one is so. <laughs> Exactly. It's like someone's doing a parody of what of Tasmanian the show. And Russ Gilbert was on it. What about when we used to go down to the Dalton Bar and have a few beers with Russ, oh. right? So he'd do the trick. So he'd have a dart in his hand yeah. and he'd throw it down and you, you, you saw this dart hit the ground, right, every time. And then he'd put his foot on it and all of a sudden he had another one. And, yeah, and every time I tried to figure out how he did it, but every time I couldn't, he used to let a dart in his mouth. And then he had the newspaper one where he'd fold the newspaper up into like 20 pieces, right, and then tear it up. And then pull it back out. Be no- Did you see yeah. him do that one? He's a good. He's man. a good magician. Yeah, very good magician. Hey, but it's not the only thing that um, has happened with you during the week. You, the, the, the gift that keeps on giving, Matthew. What have I done now? Let's have a look. Look so- what I found. This is from T Bone Malone at D twenty three Travis. Look what I found. The shirt Matt, Matt Richo forced us poor, <laughs> poor kids to wear that me 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 send off. <laughs> so there we go. That is proof. That the kids were forced to do it. They didn't mm. want to do it. Well, that's disappointing from T-Bone. He's turned on you. He's turned on me. I reckon he loves that T-shirt. Look at it. I, that is a great T-shirt. It's got a very uh, distinct what? fold in it, which to me looks like it has not you been taken what? out of you, the cupboard. You know what you guys years. have conveniently left out here? I, I followed that little tweet and the replies. A couple of people offered money to T-Bone to buy that T-shirt. Oh. They did. Hey, do you guys so like? Don't worry. Just, let's just hope they offer some money up for your uh, NFT, mate. All right. Okay. Hey, um, uh, you've been watching a bit of Netflix over the weekend, and I, I noticed you love the Australian movie The Dry. I haven't seen it, so I want you to review The Dry for us. The today. Dry. Well, it's not actually on Netflix. You got to pay seven bucks for it on right iTunes, on. but it is worth the price of admission. The Dry, which is Eric Banner, it is the best Australian film made since. What? What about the Chopper? Nugget. Nah, way 20th better. 20th anniversary of Chopper coming up. Way better. Better than Chopper. Paperback Hero. What's that? <laughs> it's a movie from a Why long time ago. Why is it so ago. good? Give Claudia, us a couple of reasons. A couple of reasons. One, the, what about The Big the, Steel with Ben Mendelsohn? Yes. Claudia Carvin. Have you seen The Nugget? See, I, I had The Nugget as my number one Australian movie. Right. right. Until the, the So why is it so good? One, the countryside. 
Right. It's shot in Western Victoria, not far away from Horsham. Just yeah. beautiful countryside for you know Western country district. boys like the three of us. Yeah. Um, My dad's you know, from up there. Is way. he? Yeah. Well, there you go. So I mean, you'd, you'd re- you might recognise some yeah. of the places. The the plot twist. It's just spicy. Eric Banner's role as the main character right. is just. It, I think it's his best role. So what's role. it about? A quick. Basically, it's a cop who I don't want to give too much away. Right. It's a cop that goes back to his hometown where he grew up from, right. which he had to leave. I won't say why. Uh, he goes back there for a funeral, but when he's there, he uncovers that perhaps the funeral oh. isn't all what it's made out to be. And right. he just scratches the surface and then digs a little deeper and then a little, I'm watching little it deeper. Tonight. And there's twists and there's everything. So if you're sitting at home, you're looking for something to do on this horrible weekend with no footy, get on the dry. Surely now, the best Australian movie is Two Hands. Heath Ledger, unbelievable breakout Brian performance. Brown. Brian Brown. Yeah, and when he movie. talks about the pterodactyls. Yeah. What really about Mad movie. Max, the original? Mad Max. Was I haven't seen yeah. either of those. What? No. You haven't? Well, you know my theory on old movies. So I'll present this to you. Now, I understand this is going to be polarising. Two Hands would be yeah. right if up If you're deciding between an older movie or a newer movie and you just can't decide, the newer movie will always be better than the older no, movie. I disagree. Uh, go with Two Hands. Go and watch disagree. Two Hands. Isn't it a bit gro- like, I don't like grimy movies. Go and watch Two Hands. Grimy? Like train spotting and stuff. It's got a little bit of that yeah, in it. Yeah, see, I don't like that. It yeah. makes you feel really depressed and gross. I love it. Yeah. If you want, Brian Brown is like the quintessential Australian, isn't yeah. it? He's good. Yeah. He hey, wears the stubbies. Last I week he was Flanagan in cocktail. Yes. Last week we asked the question of the three of us because Brownie, you think that an Uber, one's Uber rating says a lot about the man, about the character, or woman, uh, whoever you are. Uh, so we. <laughs> You idiot. <laughs> it's a tough world these days. Not to get you're gonna make sure you, you, you cover all bases. Cover all bases. <laughs> Just anyone's Uber. Just anyone. Any human being, animal, whatever it is, Uber ratings uh, update. I won out of the three of us. Yeah. I had the best one. You had but the worst. But we were within no, no, point no. two I of each other. I had the other. best one. Oh, did you? Yeah. Matthew had the worst. Which had the worst. But, well, so point four point seven seven down to seven four. So we put the call out we put the call out on social to our listeners. I was drunk one night, I think. Mm. We put the call out to our listeners to send in their Uber ratings. So let's just have a look at some of the ones that came through because it is a large spectrum. Now, have a look at Stephanie Kopp. I can't wow. say the rest of her name. Stephanie. She has got the perfect score of five. How many trips has she had, though? That's what we Yeah, we can't, we can't see that. Yeah. Well, well so, done, Stephanie. But still, it's impressive. Well done. A five. Well done, Steph. Uh, the next one is Pat Gallick with 4.42. Now, he's Ooh, starting to get a bit low. Now, Pat... He was told. He told me that he one day in Sydney could not get an Uber because of that rating. So what, no one came to pick so him up. So what's a bad rating under four? Under four point five, they get right. a notification saying. Right. Is that the same yeah. bloke that had a go at me for wearing my Balenciaga? Yes, yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. He, yeah. apolo- he apologised to you, Pat. Well done, Pat. James. Oh, James oh, Regan, James. even lower. Oh. Four point three nine. That's the lowest we've seen so far. That is low. Oh, Bernard, Bernard Walter, four point three eight. Yeah, you know it's bad when they don't put their photo on. Has there. anyone gone below four? We had one sent in. I couldn't find out where it was. We had a guy right. send a three point seven in. Oh, that's bad. Which that's that. He's I, never like, getting picked up. Uh, what are you? What have you possibly done to get a three point seven? You'd have to start apart a new, from hijack the to car. Start a new profile. <laughs> All right, Richo, what's doing your head in? And it's doing my fucking head in. Oh. Got a pack of salt and vinegar chips, right? Ooh. My favourite ones the other day that I've been having since I was a kid. Weird. Do they make you like salt and Do they make you sweat? I, I love get salt sweaty and eyes when I eat salt. No, they don't. I love them. They're the best chips. My old man loved them. <laughs> 
<laughs> you get sweaty eyes. My, under my you... eyes drip <laughs> oh, the vinegar. Sweat. Yeah, the I vinegar. think it's the vinegar. Yeah, it's the, the same vinegar. thing happens with buffalo sauce, mate. My <laughs> eyes start <laughs> dripping sweat. I don't believe that either. <laughs> nah, okay. Next, Next week, week I'll bring in a salmon and cheese. I'll show you. But I'll tell you, the, the pack that I'll bring in, Hummer, right, will only have about four chips in it. They oh. have got smaller and smaller and smaller. Oh. Not good enough. You're paying more and more for them. Oh yeah, you, that, I actually found that with a pack, uh, thing of Doritos the other day. Yeah, there's hardly yeah. any chips in them. Mm. Pack it hey, in there. Very special edition of the Nuffy Jar. <laughs> I, I don't understand what. What do you mean? I don't believe your yeah, eyes sweat. No, you remember well, that? It? We're bringing in a pack of salt and vinegar. I'll just show you that, like, visibly, sweat pools <laughs> under here and starts dripping down my face. Yeah, I think it is. A lot of people get this issue with salt and vinegar. <laughs> All right, I've never heard of anyone. All right, I'll Ever. show you next week. Hey, the reason why this is a special Nuffy Jar is because we're not giving out any more. It is time. We're at the pointy end of the season, second last show. We are announcing our top three, and we're going to put it to a vote to award the best Nuffy Jar, so the is, Nuffy Jar winner of 2021. This will mean you're the biggest Nuffy on Twitter for the year. Yep, yep. and we've, we've got it down to three. And Sam McClure isn't even in there. I can't believe Sam McClure's on Or Rocco. It was hard, though. And I'm very pleased to announce you have both featured. Number three on the Nuffy Jar Awards is Richo Tweets the Hoodoo Gurus. <laughs> <laughs> Just for those listening, it was Richo, Double J, Double J Radio, whoever they are, put up a, a picture of the Hoodoo Gurus standing there in some shirts. And Richo goes, strong shirt game here from the Gurus. Looking forward to this. Hoping that they would then respond, oh, Richo, come yeah, down. Yeah, love you, Richo. Yeah, you're such a great Richo, Richo. Yes, yeah. Boys. Oh. Haven't heard from you. <laughs> oh, she knocked me over with a feather. And guess what? Danny Warhols won't be touring in December either. No. Just Number make- two into the Nuffy Jar was when Brownie just wanted a bit more airtime and unsolicited, me, 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 me. unsolicited called the Marty Shergold Show. And look, Triple M's very own Nathan Brown has given us a ring. <laughs> I've got my best dad joke for you. All right, go for it, buddy. <laughs> oh, my God. I tell dad jokes. Sometimes he gets them. We can confirm that that wasn't set up as any sort of triple M promotion. You actually just off the, off the oh, top, you, you just rang the Marty yep. Shegold show. I did. I did. That's guilty. <laughs> can you admit that's a lot worse? That is than mine. shocking, mate. Good dad joke. What? <laughs> and the last entrant. So again, we're voting for these during the week. Is Tom Brown? Eddie Betts looks injured. He's in a right moon boot and balancing with a left walking stick. <laughs> you can't beat that. You can't beat that. Whether you're calling into a show or calling out the hoodoo gurus. Congratulations, Tom Brown. So they're the three. No, we're putting it to a public vote during the week. You'll see it on Sports with Instagram and Twitter. We're doing a poll. Tommy's got to just be taking the mickey out of everyone there. It's, Can't he? That's baffling. But that's... You, you just see, he just keeps going to new heights, Tommy. All right, time All to give lows. some votes. He Every time there's been a lockdown in Melbourne, he's been able to escape. He has not done one day of no. lockdown, Tommy. He was in Queensland the whole time last time. He's in time Sydney he's been, at he's in one Perth now. Where is he now in Perth? Perth. He's in Perth, Tommy. Chief football writer. Jeez, Eddie Joe, Chief football, football, wouldn't he? Now. Eddie's the only media person who 
isn't in Perth. I, f- I feel for Except Ed. for us. I that, actually, that sounded political, didn't it? Yeah, I reckon it was. Of I reckon it was. it was a big bit of grandstanding Mate, He's, just, he's a psycho over there in WA. Um, okay, so as we know, the the best go to the Richos, the worst go to the Hummers. I th- I'm pretty sure we've got an unassailable lead, certainly in the, uh, the best. The Bont is on 15. Jeremy Cameron, 8. Clayton Oliver, 8. Mm. AFL, 7. Bailey Smith. Bailey Smith, 7. While for the worst. He could still win. It Bailey is Smith. West Coast on 26. St Kilda, 21. Carlton, 19. Collingwood, 16. Gentlemen. All right. I gave one for best on to Aaron Norton. Now, you might think he didn't have a huge game. He had 11 possessions. But his contest, his contested marks in a final. Brownie, in a final, contested marks are huge, yep. aren't they? Most it, important. Because you can't take a lot of uncontested marks in a final. One to Aaron Norton. He's going to be so important in the granny. Two to that man, Bailey Smith. What a star. He is 20 years of age, Brownie. Yeah. And he's kicked seven goals in the last two finals, four goals on the weekend, he is – how marketable is he, by the way? The like, most marketable outside Dustin Martin. He's now. going to make a fortune, Bailey. And obviously Max Gorn. His game was unbelievable. You have one vote to Josh Shackey. Josh Shackey's career looked over point. six to eight weeks ago. I think he played that game against Richmond mid-year, I think, and got absolutely buried out in the wing a couple yeah. of times. And I didn't see, think we'd come back. But they gave him a roll and you thought – the week before, he dropped a couple of easy marks and you thought, can you trust Shackie? Went into that game, did a great job on Lear and probably gets the same job on Jake Lee. Yeah. So one vote to Shackie. And I had the same as you. Two votes to Smith for the same reasons. And it was, could only be one person. Max Gorn's performance in that prelim was brilliant. Brownie, in your career, how many times do you think like you got obviously the Jim Clement game and that like you're in the zone? Like It feels yeah. like you're just – Sort of walking on top of the ground. Yeah, there's it? not many. There is no. not many. Um, that was one of them for Maxi, wasn't it? Yeah, I think there's some players like a Gary Ablett who Did do it. it regularly. There's players mm. like Eddie Betts Wayne who Carey do it regularly. It Wayne Carey. So I reckon if you have three of those games in your career, you've done pretty well. Yeah, well, Maxi might have gone a week too early with that one then. Uh, I've given one vote to Mark McGowan because now that I see the amount of media personalities that are over there in Perth, and we just touched on it. I just feel like Eddie Maguire, I know. Should you know, be there. He should be there. He's a big part of Fox He's footy. Royalty. And he should be over there. And I reckon that was a bit of a grandstanding move by McGowan. Uh, I had to give two to Ken Hinckley for the reasons we talked about off the top of the show. I, I think everyone thought Willem Drew had to go to Libba. <clears throat> he didn't. And the dogs got off to a flyer. And I gave three to Johnny Ralph Ooh. for that Ooh, tweet. Buzz. I don't think you need to double down on a player when he maybe didn't go hard enough and highlight it on Twitter and let everyone pile in on that player. Everyone's done it in their career and you don't need to completely double down on it. Everyone, everyone knew. Fair enough. I gave one vote to a guy that I love playing. He's one of my favourite players for Port Adelaide, but Orazio Fantasia, his performance against the Bulldogs was non-existent and they needed him. He had so many players um, who were the same, but I thought his game was particularly poor. I gave two votes, same reason, the, the game before that, Gary Rowan to have one disposal when I thought Gary Rowan was just about ready to show us in a final series how good he can be. He had a wonderful season, Gary Rowan. Don't take that away from him. But his performance in that prelim was pretty ordinary. And I got three votes to Ken Hinckley. I thought when they started like that, they finished like that, and they got what they deserved. We could be wrong there. Maybe Drew didn't start in the middle in many other games, but he did do a good job on Libra in round 23. Well, he had five disposals in the first four minutes, right? Mm. He finished with 19. So Drew's come on the ground and kept him to 14 job. after that. But they're four goals to zero in the first seven or eight minutes. The, the game game's was, over. The game was done. 
homotheticals for the last time this year, second last time this year. This show up for about a month, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> He's really struggling to no, get to the No, it's the only time number. I get out of the house. I'd, I'd happily keep going. Brownie's the one that said we're not doing a grand final show because he needs three weeks to plan an anniversary. Ten-year wedding anniversary. Yeah, why do you need a, a whole pressure week? pressure on. What do you do? What, what does he spend Gala? the whole week? Yeah. <laughs> Met Gala for his anniversary. Well, there's a few things planned, Matthew. You've got to get these things right. It's the it's the, it's the the difference between a strong marriage and a so-so marriage. And, right. yeah, I probably should write a book on marriage. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know about that. Well, that being said, you know, a lot of <laughs> a lot of AFL players. Uh, well, not. Yeah, just I don't know, I'm just going to go. Uh, okay, <laughs> I give you a glass bottle. If the glass bottle breaks, you die. Mm. How would you make sure this bottle never breaks? Oh, just get put it in a safe, yeah. lock the safe, and Pretty never much. open it again. Yep. Throw away the the uh, code. Yep. But then, okay, you move house. What happens? Move the safe. Yeah, but how well do you have to? You have to be very careful with that safe. Put the safe in the ocean, mate. That's well, that's a ridiculous one. A wave knocks it over, bottle mate, breaks. Oh, when you put it in the safe, clearly you're going to protect it in the safe. It's going to be pretty hard to break inside yeah. that safe. See, I, I would have buried it. One to us, zero to you. Um, Mum buried some money. Like Bill Brownless did it, didn't he? My mum had a little bit of cash that she'd earned over the years yeah. doing some, some uh, ironing and cleaning work. Yep. And she decided to bury it in the garden and she uh, couldn't find it. Not sure. Bill, Bill, what you talking about, that sort of stuff? What? Is it still there? <laughs> no, he What's does, his, does he? Has he, has he found it? I'm going to go dig up, no idea what dig up half a tomorrow. <laughs> uh, okay. Scientists announced that in 20 years' time, they've, they've found the way that you can live forever or as long as you want. It's yeah. going to be released yeah. in 20 years' time. 20 years' time. How boring of a life do you live between now and then to ensure you get the 20 years? No, I live exactly how I am. Same, mate. I, I, I'm pretty comfortable with my yep. lifestyle. You blokes just completely stuffed on my theticals this week. <laughs> well, what? No, I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> well, like, why, why are you getting such boring well, answers? Well, what would you change? I don't live a dangerous lifestyle. Well, what would I change? Ah, oh, well, the chance of living forever. What are you saying? I should not have a life? few well, beers? Well, it's just or, like, yeah, correct. No that's what I'm food. asking. How, how boring would you go no, to well, I, you I don't, got there? I'll jump don't. on the scooter in Bali, that sort of stuff. No, oh, well, no, you'd probably avoid that, and you'd avoid fatty foods. Did you ever? Did you? Have we talked about the time you were photographed on a scooter in Bali. <laughs> I don't think we have. No. Oh, that was humorous. So they were doing an article in the Age or the Australian about you know Australians being reckless over in Bali when they get over there, thinking they're lawless when they get over there, and <laughs> just by absolute chance, the photo that they. The photo that they use to identify reckless Australians <laughs> in Bali is a photo of Nathan and his wife on a scooter with no helmets oh, on. Can you imagine with in Ava Bali? In, the, in, in between us. So I'm riding. Oh, my no, God. No helmet, no nothing. Christina's on the back laughing. I must, must have said something funny. Um, <laughs> laughing. Hair's flowing. And yeah. then Ava sitting in the middle of us looking up at Mum, laughing her head off. And I remember my manager rang me and go, what the hell are you doing? The reckless Australian. I said, that's not me. <laughs> Was you? I'm not doing the third one. No, do it. Do no, it. Come on, mate. no, you've ruined it. I, okay, I'll do one more then. I'm just going to make it up. Would you prefer? Be honest. You can have you can have Richo's NFT and my NFT. We mm. give them to you, or Laguna. Which one would you prefer? Would you like our drop bears or Laguna? That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, What's going to be worth more in 20 years, Laguna or our drop bears? I'm going to stick with Laguna at this point. Wow. wow. I'm invested. I've been invested since 2004 and I've got to stay the course. 
I reckon our drop bears will be worth four or five Ethereum. In so, well, I'm putting mine up for five Ethereum straight away, so I've already surpassed your, your crappy Laguna. You've got to right. have that sold, though, mate, for it to well, be worth that. Yeah, but well, so are you well, saying, I hope you do. So what, are you saying that perhaps that stick that was listed for $2 million didn't sell for $2 million? No, it did, mm. but you've still got to be able to sell it. Mm, not Good luck. sure about that. Hey, all right, that's going to do us this week. Enjoy the week off from footy. Keep yourself busy. Keep yourself uh, maintaining all of the, the rules and regulations. Uh, good luck. Gamble responsibly.